Do you know what's the most challenging yet most satisfying thing to do in the world? It is to forgive yourself when life gets really tough and tell yourself that you have been doing your best and you still need to keep moving ahead. So my friends, sit back and listen to this amazing episode where we have no filters and we talk heart to heart with you. I'm your host Ishani Nigam. I'm a Masters of Marketing Communication student at the University of Melville and I started this podcast to help you empower and inspire to take your first step. So, what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Today we have an enigmatic personality she is a strong willed woman with a love for what she does and she is an entrepreneur well known in australian business industry let me welcome lisa tay hi lisa i'm so happy to have you on my first step ever today Oh, thank you so much, Ashani. Really excited to be here and have a chat. So, thank you so much for asking me. I'm extremely excited because I am so sure that the young leaders, the listeners, the students across the globe who are listening to us today will take a lot out of this episode. So, when I was trying to understand more about you and your work, I realized that I'm not inviting one person today. I'm inviting two separate entities. <laughs> one is the business that you have started. You have. multiple businesses yes <laughs> and, i, I and, definitely keep busy <laughs> yeah and you started kodi agency which is all about brand content creation and how to make it you know effective and how to reach people in influencer management linkedin management and so on so forth you also run you've co-founded 101 lifestyle brand which is doing amazingly well and you recently started an online platform where people in business can actually connect and it's more on a mentorship which is an amazing idea and you also have your podcast which is amazing so this is like one entity but the another entity is the person that you are which is discipline your focus your determination and you have your own values and that is the person driving all these businesses that you have a backtrack few years ago where you were just fresh out of your undergrad days tell me about yourself at that point in time were you exactly the person that you are in so focused determined if yes how were things for you back then ashani firstly i love that you said let's go back a couple of years to when i finished undergrad because it makes me feel young when uh, i finished undergrad a very long time ago so <laughs> Uh, going back to when I finished uni, I I actually ended up doing a commerce law degree, and that's predominantly because my parents were against my career choice of wanting to become a fashion designer, and I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll give it a go. So I ended up finishing my degree, and I had an amazing tax lecturer, tax of all subjects, and I ended up working at KPMG as my first graduate job. So very different to what I'm doing today, uh, for sure. but look uh, to answer your question so i so i actually spent 7 years working in tax and then along the way i started a fashion beauty and lifestyle platform called couturing which is still around today and that really gave me a taste for the digital world so that allowed me to transition to work at witchery which is the fashion company in their marketing team and i was there for about a year and then i moved to 
uh, start my own company. When I first started, so I started with my former business partner, I had no idea what I was doing. And I think that ignorance is almost a blessing because if you knew all the things that you had to do when you start a business and if you knew all the the challenges that you face, you probably wouldn't actually uh, do anything. And I was talking to a gentleman called David yesterday and he's an entrepreneur. He's built a a digital company and sold it and he was saying exactly the same thing so um shout out to david he's, he's actually fantastic david chang give him a follow on linkedin but uh you know we were talking about the journey and we're saying how hard it, it is but we both love being an entrepreneur and, and i actually can't imagine doing anything else but i just wanted to touch on a point where you know i would say probably about a year ago i was quite a different person and like I was pretty, like I was always pretty quiet and pretty laid back, but I wouldn't say I was like the most confident person. Like I'm an introvert by nature, uh, which people find amazing because I post on LinkedIn quite regularly and I post video content. And I was saying to someone like that I was an introvert and they were saying, but you post on LinkedIn all the time. And I go, yeah, but I'm just talking to my phone. Like I'm not talking to <laughs> thousands of people. I'm just recording a video on my phone and posting it. Uh, I guess the... Like the person I was probably about a year ago was someone who was, you know, maybe not necessarily confident and sure of themselves. Um, so, yes, I was, you know, co-running a business. And I think from the outside, it probably looked like I had my, uh, you know, the life together. Yeah. So I started seeing my therapist probably uh, early last year. And I look back now with all the work that we've done together and, I think I'm a totally different person now. I've managed to run a business through a pandemic whilst, you know, campaigning for Deputy Lord Mayor. Like it's all the things I've, I've achieved, I just think I wouldn't have been able to do that prior to actually investing in my mental health. So I speak a lot about mental health on my channels and it's something that's, you know, I'm really passionate about and I'm really proud of. Yeah, so I've definitely come a long way. Um, and I've really worked as hard as I can every step of the way to be someone who's continuously um, improving. Let me first uh, say kudos to run a business in pandemic. Secondly, I would like to say kudos to you because you are voicing your opinion about mental health, which is extremely important. Now, let's unpack a few things that you just mentioned over there. I think as compared to what you're now, you weren't, you weren't that confident. You are an introvert. So I would like to tell my listeners, wherever you are in whichever position, situation, whatever your personality is, you have a living example over here that if you keep continuing working, taking that step, build step by step, you will gain that confidence. Only once you do the work, you see the result. Second thing that's very interesting that you mentioned, Lisa, that uh, didn't have the kind of support from your parents because they have their own thinking, which is also fair in a way because they are brought up in a way they are made up of their experiences so i think that is a very interesting aspect over there because you somehow worked on your own uh, abilities and you voiced your opinion or maybe you showed that courage down the line with the experience that you had that yes you are right that what you want to do and you have done that for yourself so that is also a big thing uh, because it's very difficult to make people around you the people who are just you know the closest ones to let them understand that what you really want to do so amazing i can see the way you have blossomed from you know what you just mentioned that you were straight out of the university are you able to take us through your top three 
challenges at that point of time when you just thought of starting your own company? Definitely. So I think one of the biggest challenges is you just have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I think in my career, work for someone else. And so there's people around you to guide you and there's people to tell you what to do. There's processes to follow. When you start your own business, there's literally nothing. There's no, <laughs> there's no processes. There's no marketing setup. There's no website. There's no like, what am I even going to sell? How do I even sell it? So I think challenge number one is just knowing what on earth to do if you want to start a business. And I would say that, you know, this actually probably really inspired the creation of Listnik, which is the, the platform that will create mentors and mentees around the world, because you're not probably going to be the first person to start a toothpaste company, which is one of the things that I've done, uh, start a digital marketing company, uh, write a book, any of those things, you're, you're unlikely to be the first, which means that there's other people out there who have walked that road before. They have made lots of mistakes. They have had a lot of wins. So one of the best investments is investing in a mentor and someone who can actually guide you. So you can say, okay, I'm starting a digital marketing company. What are the things I need to know? What are the mistakes to avoid? What should I do when I'm faced with this situation? So I think having a mentor and people around you who have done it before can really alleviate a lot of the pressure and stress when you're running a business, whether you're starting it, you've been running it for five years, whether you've been running it for 10 years, there's always going to be problems in business. That's just business. That's just life. So it's really just making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people who can make sure that they're assisting you with that challenge. Uh, money is always hard. So I know some people save. So I saved money before I started. So I'm very much an all or nothing personality. So if I'm going to do something, I'm giving it my absolute all. So I'm kind of not doing it half-assed. So my former business partner and I actually both uh, didn't have jobs. We just started actually working on this. So, so it wasn't a side hustle. It was just our full-time job. So having no plan B meant that we needed to do everything possible to make whatever we were doing work. And I think the other challenge to think about is that, you know, people think, okay, I'm going to start a business in XYZ, but what they might realize along the way is it's not working and they want to give up. But if you are serious about running a business, then you are going to face so many different challenges along the way, but you need to be able to get up every time you fall because if you don't, then that's when you're not going to be successful. And there's so many lessons to be had and there's nothing wrong with failure. Like I've failed many times and I will continue to fail, but I see, I see failure more as lessons. You know, if you can learn something from that failure, then it becomes a lesson. And then from that lesson, you can learn for next time. Wow. Lisa, what I see, the three, three things that you mentioned over here, which I think is uh, also applicable for anyone who's even starting to look out for a job. First thing is that you need to surround yourself with the right people, even if it's your business or if it's job. If you're if it's a job, then the right company, the culture, the people really matters. And I completely resonate with that. The second thing that you mentioned is, which was basically uh, more uh, your personal, uh, that was your personality that you said that in completely in it or not at all uh, anywhere in the scene. So for a lot of young people, if you really have an idea, I think it's your university is a good space to start experimenting with that. Maybe that's a good early start. And uh, if you are still trying to experiment. 
you keep trying. So I think there's a big difference between saying that you fail and you're a failure. Uh, if you have stopped and you've given up, I think that's not a good situation if you really like something. And you will fail multiple times, but you have to keep going on. So that was an amazing uh, example that you gave of yourself because you just said that I have failed multiple times and I, I'm sure I will fail multiple times, which is such a, a very intimate way of telling any someone that, see, this is what I'm doing. This is what is happening to me and it happens to everyone. So that was how I think I can understand how your mind, you know, your mind works, how you approach things. And I remember you mentioning in one of your interviews in LinkedIn Heroes, where you were featured, that this is who you are, that you're proud of having this particular mindset that whatever happens, I will keep going on. So I really want to touch on this particular point. Have you ever in your business in, in the long span or maybe before that faced a situation which was like you felt this is everything is over or that was the lowest point in your life, in your business, in your life? And how did you overcome through that phase? Yeah, look, I would say like, I guess probably most recently, you know, there were times during the past eight months and they're actually quite rare, but I felt like, oh my God, are we even going to get through the pandemic? Because my company is so important to me. My team is so important to me. My clients are so important to me. And, you know, I think I had maybe about two, two occasions where I just thought, oh my God, I'm just, I just don't feel like I could do it anymore. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. It's like nothing's working, you know, how are we going to get through it? And you just feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Like you're responsible for so many people's livelihoods. And, you know, I think putting so much pressure on yourself is not good. Like it's not healthy. And I'm quite a private person and I'm naturally introverted by nature. So I don't like telling people about problems or if I'm not feeling great. So what I've really learned to do is to be better at communication and actually tell people, hey, I'm not having a good day. Like I just feel really flat. I feel like it's really overwhelming at the moment. And I'm really lucky to have incredible people around me. So, so you know, when I say that, they say, hey, you know what? It's actually totally normal to have a bad day. In fact, you know, I think it's actually healthy to just take a day where it's like, yeah, maybe you just eat KFC in bed all day or you just <laughs> watch bad TV or you just eat a whole lot of chocolate and then you just get up and you feel fresh tomorrow. And so there have been days during the past eight months where I've just said, hey, look, I'm really just feeling like crap today. And the team are incredible because they'll, they'll you know, go, no worries. You just do what you have to do. And tomorrow it will be a fresh day and you'll feel better. And inevitably I always feel better. So you know, that sort of happened recently. So I ran for Deputy Lord Mayor of Melbourne and we lost by 6%. And that day that I found out, I just felt so average and I felt really disappointed, felt really sad. I felt really, you know, devastated for the team that all worked so hard. And I had all these meetings in my calendar and I just said to my amazing head of ops, Lana, I just said, I literally just want to sit in bed and get KFC and not talk to a single person. And she goes, no stress. I'll take all of your meetings. Don't worry. You just do whatever you need to do. And I just thought it's incredible to have people around you where you feel, um, you know, that you can be open because I think a lot of us feel like they have to be a certain way all the time. And I think, you know, one of my most popular posts on LinkedIn was when I actually said, hey, guys, 
the other day I was having a really bad day and I was really open about it and people were, I think, really responsive to that because in the past, you know, I come from an Instagram background and everything's very filtered on Instagram and everyone looks like they're having the best time ever and there's never anything wrong. So when I started getting active on LinkedIn, I really wanted it to be a lot more raw and a lot more real. A lot of people are comparing themselves to others on social media and it's really easy to feel like you're not achieving when you look around you're like all those people are achieving all these things there's always going to be people who are doing more than you but there's always going to be people who are doing less than you so you all you can do is control how hard you you choose to work wow uh, i was so engrossed in what you were saying because that really uh, resonated and touched uh, my sentiments at some level also because i think it's very brave to put your vulnerabilities out there i think one absolutely very simple but very effective strategy that you have shared with our with everyone who's listening to us today is that even if you are not very good at you know speaking up or you are an introvert if you do not uh, like telling people about your personal life the easiest way is just just to say that i'm not feeling well i'm not up to it can you please can we take it another day or can we just discuss it so thank you so much pressing that issue because being unfiltered is amazing but you know i think it's uh, you know people have a responsibility to uh, you know not feel like they have to filter everything like i see some people out there and they've got a million filters on their face i'm like what do you even look like i actually have no idea because everything that you're showing is so filtered and i think it's almost it's hard because you think well you have this perception that literally every single person on social media is really attractive no one's got any blemishes i i've literally got a pimple right here i don't know if you can probably see i've tried to cover it up but you know i think it's really you know a responsibility of people who have a platform to use their voice and say yes this is actually the real like this is real life you know and yes things are sometimes amazing but also things aren't great sometimes as well and that's okay I really do think oh you know you we like we have that responsibility to try and be a lot more real and say yes like this is real life you know not everything's filtered and perfect and and I'm really happy that you are taking that responsibility uh, really seriously and you're actually voicing your opinion over here as i said you are an amazing entrepreneur but focus you're determined and you have this great you have fun side to yourself when i was also looking at your interviews i really enjoyed you seem very very genuine real which is something that i was really excited and wanted to talk to you about because i knew that i might think uncover something in your journey which would be so helpful to all the youngsters who are listening to us today now on that note when you mentioned it's so important to you know have a very healthy mind a healthy body on that note I really wanted to if you would like to discuss something about your routine because I think you have a very set routine and how important it is. Oh look, uh routine is very important uh to me because otherwise I'm really lazy and I don't exercise which is not good <laughs> for my mental health. So I start every morning by going for a walk. So I walk about 5k with um my husband and our dog and that's how I start the day. I don't bring my phone because I think when my when I see my phone I think about work and I go oh got to check my email oh got to respond to my comments on linkedin so i try not to bring my phone if i'm ever exercising otherwise all i can think about is that um at, when i was at my absolute best i didn't check my phone until 
like what, this is when I was uh, working in the office until I got to the office, which is really hard to do. Let me tell you when you're addicted to social media and your emails. But I do find that, you know, I've been really trying to cut down on phone time because uh, I'm not present when my phone's around. I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about a million other things. So I actually try not to check my emails on the weekend. I try not to um, check my emails before I sit down at my desk. Because if I, if I start checking my emails, then I'll start replying to emails. Um, I try and I'm actually trying not to eat until lunchtime, which is really hard because I love food. So I'm trying to fast because well, that's some resistance. That that I failed this morning, uh, so, <laughs> which is okay. Like there's, you know, like there are some days where I'm like, I'm really hungry. I'm just going to eat. But uh, you know, I think it's it's good to to also realize that you know, I think you can set these routines, but don't be too hard on yourself if you don't achieve them. You know, I don't feel bad that I ate this morning. So enjoy life. Like if you want to eat pavlova for breakfast, eat it. If you want to eat pizza for breakfast, eat it. You know, don't feel like you need to you know, live such a regimented life uh, and not enjoy it. So I'm very much like, as you said before, uh, you know, I definitely don't take myself too seriously. Uh, I work really hard, like don't get me wrong. And I take what we do, uh, you know, like we have an amazing responsibility at Cody Agency with making sure that we're clearly um, creating a personal brand and a business brand and communicating the values of the business and the person online. So I take that responsibility incredibly seriously. But at the end of the day, I know that we're not saving lives. So, you know, if someone makes a mistake, it's like I know that there would have been no intention. So I don't need to yell at them or anything like that you know they probably feel worse than I could ever make them feel so I think it's just um, making sure that encourage people to obviously work hard and really take their job seriously but also at the same time create that balance so they know that you know they can still enjoy where they work and culture is hugely important to me um, in terms of routine other things that I like to do is skincare I love skincare uh, so I always put my face on in the morning so I put about 10 moisturizers on and I actually find that that's a really good chance to relax and start you know set myself up for the day so I'm one of those people who hates not doing anything so I'm probably doing generally 10 things at once so as I'm doing my skincare I'm either sending a voice message to one of um, my friends Mia who's an amazing entrepreneur so she uh, she she and I send each other voice messages every day so we uh, so I'm probably either recording a message to her or listening to one of her messages or listening to an audiobook or listening to a podcast so I always like to do lots of things at once but I actually love consuming content so that's one thing I always do every day so either read articles listen to an audiobook listen to a podcast watch a show do something where I'm learning and getting information because for me that's like I'm like obsessive about that you have given us so many different ideas for a person because I think in right now in pandemic timetable has just gone for a toss we don't know what to do and for example, I did set a weekly timetable that I was following for a, a last few weeks, but then suddenly I felt too exhausted. I, I can't do this anymore. I just want to take it slow. But then hearing uh, things from, you know, what all can be done in a day, how you can utilize your time and how important exercise is for you in a day is, is something that I really want to emphasize over here. And thank you for sharing your daily routine. I would really like to uh, appreciate one thing over here that it's so difficult for for yourself to manage your own self but you are managing a team of I think 13 incredible people out there 
who support you and you support them back so congratulations on that as well personally i really wanted to say that to you and now that we just almost come to the end of this lovely interview before we take your leave um lisa would you like to leave our listeners with a quote or a saying that you really resonate whether you follow yeah good one i would say that definitely like to say do what makes you happy and i know it sounds really lame uh, and really cliche but that's really how i choose to live my life and that's what's led me to where i am today and yes i'm probably earning significantly less than i would be if i was in the corporate world in fact i do know that um i'm barely earning as much as i was in my first job but i could not be happier and i love what i do and i love what um you know I, i've created and i love my team and the people around me and i feel that everything that i do is really just focused on that desire to be happy and it's got nothing to do with money or anything like that and i think if you're driven by what makes you happy you're naturally going to work much harder so success generally comes from that so i would say to anyone listening out there no matter what anyone tells you you know people might say that's a stupid idea or you can't do any anything if you know that that's what's going to make you happy you know pursuing that idea or pursuing that career path then just bloody do it you know don't let anyone tell you otherwise because it's it's your life at the end of the day it's no one else's so that would say i would say that that's the the best advice i can give anyone simple yet effective wherever you are today whatever time zone that you are in i'm so happy that you're able to reach the end of this episode because i know you have resonated with each and everything that lisa tay mentioned with us today so keep listening to us and to all my friends and listeners out there if you really enjoyed this episode then go on and follow us on spotify my first step ever or on apple podcast or on now we are also available on google podcast and also join our instagram community which is my first step ever underscore in which is an amazing platform for you to network with like-minded people and also get connected to our guest speakers and until next time as i always say keep your spirits high